0: Hello, and welcome to BooCoverry, where East meets West, as we learn from Buddhist psychology how to deal with mental health and health issues. And now your host, Tyler Woods. Hi, this is Dr. Tyler Woods, and welcome to BooCoverry. You know, recently, I ran into someone who went out of their way not to talk to me. Now, I'm unsure why he was so very angry, and I'm unsure if it even matters. See, this person was unable to communicate, and the only way I knew he was angry was every time he saw me walking or coming near him, even if it was to use the public bathroom. He gave me a glare and then stormed off. For me, in a split second, I understood that he was not being mindful. You see, mindfulness means being present with what you're doing while you're doing it with a non judgmental attitude. Not only is mindfulness a formal practice of meditation, it can also be the way one is engaged in communication. Sadly, he did not have any mindfulness. Just the intent to create negativity. Now, being mindful in communication is a real-time, gentle, present-moment, non-judgmental listening and hearing event. Mindfulness communication is a practice of bringing our attention to our words and to our action. It means We are aware of what we're saying while we're saying it, or in this particular case, what we won't say or are unable to say while trying to create negativity. Mindful communication is a practice of observation and not evaluation. It is paying attention to others on purpose with a moment to moment awareness, and because it's a learned skill, anyone can apply this to his or her lives if they choose The art of mindfulness paying attention now, this man did not offend me; rather, he was a great vessel for me to have compassion for him. for me, I even smiled. Each time he glared and stormed off, trying to send him a cooling light to tame his anger since he was clearly attached to it. And I thought perhaps a cooling of the mind would be a kind gesture. His behavior allowed me to spend time to think about communication. And at first I thought it was because men are angrier than women. However, that is not the case. Men are, on the average, more outwardly aggressive than women, and so it might seem like they are angrier. However, this does not appear to be the case because research has consistently found that women experience anger as frequently and as intensely as men. So there goes that myth. No, the reason men seem so much angrier is because women are far better communicators. We begin communicating, well, we all do, men and women begin communicating before we're even aware of ourselves as human beings, let alone if we're a man or a woman. Our minds are hardwired to communicate, and our natural ability expresses ideas, wants, and needs, and it's our evolutionary trait. Now, men tend to be short and right to the fact, or in his case, unable to communicate at all. Um, Women, on the other hand, tend to be more outspoken and communicate, not better than, but different than. Studies have shown that women are wired with one set of wants and needs in terms of communication and men are wired with another. You see, women tend to be more emotional. For example, men learn not to cry and the messages act like a man. Well, the problem in society is um, we have to come come to terms that men behave in a masculine way because They are striving to fix things. Their conversational goals are dominance and positive results. They place a large value on their end goal and their independence. Women, on the other hand, tend to use conversations to express ideas, increase social connection, and build relationships and to get their needs across. You see, if it was a woman that was angry at me, you bet she would have not just um, told me what she was mad at. You would have heard her venting. She would have explained herself. She would say why it affected her. She would have put her emotions in it and then used her communication skills to express how it made her feel so she could find the solution. Women want to feel supported, heard, and understood. For me as a Buddhist, when people choose to be so angry, I choose to be part of the solution and not the problem. This man could not explain why he was mad, and some of that is due to his hard wiring. while some is due to the anger, and he made a choice to cling on to it. Most men have a hard time communicating an emotion. Why? Again, This is hard wiring, and it makes emotions difficult. See, men who do not practice mindfulness um, uh, tend to think much more than they feel. Let me say that again. They think more than they feel. It's interesting to note that women are wired to think and feel at the same time, while men's brains are wired to either think or feel. There are some other interesting facts that can enlighten us about communication, um, why men don't talk as much as women. For example, women have twice the vocabulary when they speak. So on the average, women speak about 250 words per minute, while men only speak 125 words per minute. And I find that interesting. In Buddhism, there are four elements to mindful speech that can help you say what you mean and to remain present. One is listening to yourself. Two, using silence as part of the speech, but not to just be dead silent, just allowing yourself gently to reflect. That gives you time to number three, listen to others. And number four, it's so important of the elements is to speak slowly, clearly, and concisely. I will add that you need to use words so people can listen. His angry body language does not give him listening skills. Um, clearly, he does not practice any of the four elements, but he needed to let me know how angry he was. And for me, it was an opportunity to use compassion because I can wear compassion as a shield to protect me from anger like that. You see, I always see angry people like this man as a teachable moment. Even if someone is not communicating with me, I stop and look for the teachable moment. Things like, um, I shouldn't approach this person if they're that angry and stomping off. I should wait until they're calmed down. Also, when it does come time to... Uh, approaching him to remember to listen. We all need to learn to listen and not interrupt. You can't listen and interrupt at the same time. So people who interrupt do so for a variety of reasons. Few of those reasons bring any value to enhance a conversation. And we want to be able to use our words to enhance conversation. So some interrupt because they're not listening. And interrupting can be a rude habit. I tell people breathe in and breathe out once and then talk. That way there's a slight pause and interrupting is less likely to happen. Communication is a foundation of our society. It is the most important and effective tool we have and communication is a two-way process as it involves both the sending and receiving of information. It's effective, to be able to talk to others as a skill, and it plays a crucial role in honoring our personality traits. Communication helps individuals to express thoughts, feelings, and knowledge, and it should be valued. If we speak without glaring and storming off, then that's a valued communication, and it's a mindful communication. It is not using anger to make yourself look bad. Successful communication helps us better understand people and situations. It helps us overcome diversity, builds trust and respect, and creates peaceful, healthy conditions. Working on our communication skills can prevent poor behaviors and in the process produce healthier, happier, calmer people. I've enjoyed talking about Buddhism and Communication today. And for now, this is Tyler Wood saying, walk in peace.